InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. A research study by a top expert on aging has found that an everyday substance most of us come in contact with daily may be a factor in causing dementia, including dementia caused by Alzheimer's disease. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Professor Caleb Finch from the University of Southern California Davis School of Gerontology. Professor, you have put together a study, Air Pollution and Dementia. Can you tell us what the study is all about? Yes, well, this was a collaborative project with my colleague J.C. Chen on the Health Science Campus and my own lab, which studies mice, and we combined efforts to look at how air pollution particles collected from the edge of campus accelerate Alzheimer's disease in mice. That's in my lab. And my colleague, J.C. Chen, is directing a project on the Women's Health Initiative Mental Study, which is a nationwide study of women who are cognitively healthy being followed for seven years. And what we found the two projects converge that air particles accelerate the process of Alzheimer's disease. Women who lived in high zones of pollution by the EPA monitoring station had a 70 to 80 percent higher risk of dementia. So altogether, we think that somewhere between 10 and 20 percent of dementia could be ascribed to the effects of exposure to high air pollution. And exactly the same conclusion was derived from a study in Canada that was published about the same time as ours. So it looks as if it's a real phenomenon that living near a freeway or living in a place which has higher than the current U.S. standards increases your risk of dementia. Scary conclusion. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Professor Finch, can you explain for all of us how this exactly happens so that we understand what's going on? Well, our mice and our cells and culture give us some important clues. It turns out that the protein that is associated with damage to the brain during Alzheimer's, a protein called beta amyloid, it turns out that air pollution in a culture dish or in mice that are exposed to it causes more of it to be made and deposited. So we have at least a clue to a molecular mechanism that then we can figure how to target with drugs or diet or whatever. Yeah, I've always heard about plaque contributing to Alzheimer's. Is this along the same line? That's right. That's exactly the protein that is in those plaques is called beta amyloid. Plaque is used in two different diseases of aging. One is the plaque in our arteries, And that's not the plaque I'm talking about. I'm talking about the plaque in our brains, this sticky material. And in the brain, it damages neurons. And the protein in that plaque is beta amyloid that we've found is increased in production by exposure to air pollution in our mouse models. Wow, you write that nearly 48 million people suffer from dementia and there are 7.7 million new cases every year. So if you live in a big city, what are you supposed to do? Well, press the politicians to clean up the air. 
California is a model for this. We've cleaned up our air. It's not perfect, but it's a lot better than it was 10 or 20 years ago. And in fact, the rate of dementia in the United States is down from 10 years ago. So we're making progress, but we haven't gotten there yet. What we didn't know 10 years ago is that air pollution not only damages the arteries, it damages our brains. And now that's pretty clear. What about when you look at pictures of Japan or China, you know, with all that air pollution? Do you know about the data over there? Well, the study that we've just completed, there's been no parallel study yet, but I know the people in China and Indonesia and Japan, Korea and India, where there's bad air pollution, they're very concerned about it. And now we've given them another reason to move ahead to try and clean up their picture. For years now, we've heard that when it comes to cancer, many women, when it comes to breast cancer, feel that it's environmental. Is this along the same lines where the disease of dementia is also environmental? I mean, have you spoken to other professors or scientists or researchers in the cancer field? Yes, I have. In fact, our own USC Cancer Epidemiology Group concludes that lung cancer is, in fact, an increased risk by air pollution. And, in fact, the same diseases that tobacco causes, air pollution causes almost the same set. So there's combined risks, for example, of having lung cancer if you are a tobacco smoker and you live in a high-pollution zone. And we wonder, does that also apply to Alzheimer's? Wow, that's fascinating. We are speaking with Professor Caleb Finch, from the University of Southern California Davis School of Gerontology, who put together a study about how air pollution may lead to dementia. Now, let's say you lived in the valley in Southern California, you moved to Utah, nice clean air. Can your brain rejuvenate itself? Can the damage be undone? We don't know, but Utah, Salt Lake City, has very bad air pollution. It's like Los Angeles with a big mountain range behind it and bad air gets trapped. That's a great question. We don't have an answer, and I think that'll maybe take another five years of work to figure that out because you'd have to follow the right groups of people who'd been living in a high-pollution zone to go to a low-pollution zone, and that's a tricky study to follow. Yeah, my mother recently passed away from Alzheimer's. It is such a sad disease, especially for someone who you love, who you know used to be so smart and could do the New York Times crossword puzzle on Sunday in ink in 10 minutes. But it's a horrible, depressing, sad disease. Well, I was the founder of USC's Alzheimer's Center in 1984, and we've been working at it for decades And it's very frustrating to find how little progress we've made in getting a drug to improve it. But we do know something we didn't know even 10 years ago, that what is good for the heart is good for the brain. So all the risk factors, the bad lifestyle influences that increase your risk of a heart attack, those also are shared with Alzheimer's. So we know that we can reduce our risk by staying in good shape and your physician will tell you what's good for your heart and that exactly same set of guidelines is good for your brain. And that's part of why Alzheimer's disease risk has been going down. Yeah, that's very encouraging. Well, Professor Caleb Finch, thank you so much for your time. Very, very interesting. And thanks for your good questions. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G.
You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.